Hello and welcome. This is Sue Ann with the Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business podcast. Today I wanted to talk to you because you probably think I got stuck in the muck and I've been muddling around because I haven't produced a a podcast recently. And maybe I have because I'm building out the How to Bling Your Blog and Feed That Hog course with my friend Ryan Bidoff. And it's getting so intense and so exciting. But geez, guys, it's a lot of work too. So while I'm having fun, I'm a little bit stuck in the muck with producing everything that I'd like to get done. But in the end, I think it's going to be so worth it for what we have in there for you guys. So let's get back to where exactly where we left off on the last podcast, which was we were talking about how sometimes you do get stuck in the muck and how maybe it's not so bad. You don't have to always be alarmed. You can change your focus and recharge your battery in a number of different ways so that you find your creativity and make a comeback because you can't be stuck in the muck as a steady diet. You can't just stay there puddling around, piddling around. No, you have to get out there and turn ideas and inspiration into actual progress in your blogging. So we talked a little bit as we were talking to the blog bling group about the problem of being stuck in the muck and how to go about generating ideas that you will never run out of for producing content for your blog and for your other digital and media assets. And so we talked about this. This is the funny thing. Create more content. That's what I could say to you, right? Create more content. You've heard many people say it. And that just sounds so easy, doesn't it? But trust me when I say it's just not. And in particular, I think people then start to get confused because you don't want to confuse quantity with quality. People want substance. They get bored easily. You bore them. I bore them. (laughs) So we have a lot of work to do as content creators for a blog to draw an audience and earn their attention. A lot of work. So those hangups that hang us up though, the most, I would say, and we've come to um, conclude in our last episode, are probably writing skills. And then no less enormous is the problem of ideas and initiating new ideas. So most people struggle with these. And so I don't want you to feel intimidated. And we talked a little bit about writing skills being something that can easily evolve and get better. And all you have to do to get better is write. Yep, that's it, guys. Pen to paper, um, fingertip to keyboard to do it online or on text or on your tablet or in your phone. Um, The key to writing is writing. And you be just out of the act of doing it as a regular diet, get better at it. So the other thing is I don't, I think people, and we talked about this too, I think people sometimes get a little bit hung up on setting a goal for themselves in terms of word count. And we talked about how Henneka, my friend Henneka on Enchanting Marketing recently talked about if she could get advice from Hemingway, what would he say about stuff like that? 
And when it comes to the number of words that you write per day, he was way more interested in the quality, in that you could produce not just words every day, but what he called true words. And how I take that personally is that it doesn't, the count does not matter. It's the quality of what you get done. So if you write a thousand words every day, but only 300 of those words are really usable words, that's okay. If you write 300 words and that's it, and they're all usable, you, you're a winner. It doesn't have to be that it's a smaller word count or what people would consider that. Uh, the habit is part of what makes it get better, the habit of doing it regularly. And the other thing I'm going to just mention, throw in there, we didn't bring this up, but editing, editing, editing. Your editor is your friend. Be your own editor. Get a friend to edit. If you hate editing, trade with someone else. Let them edit you. You edit them. Editing. Okay, so writing skills takes practice, but it doesn't take quantifying it in terms of a number of words. It, it's more about quantifying it in terms of quality and of being true. So what is being true when you write? It's talking about things that are factual. And it's talking about things that you believe in to the best of your ability, you're stating your case, even if it's not factual, even if it's an opinion. So it's it sort of in, encompasses integrity. And so part of having integrity in your writing has to do with presenting it in a way that's understandable. And that's why that editing is so important. It makes you look like a professional blogger, guys. So the other thing we were talking about people struggling with is um, ideas. And the important thing is you just need to find new avenues and smart ways to increase your content output. And the first thing to do to go about that probably is to start having ideas and filing ideas and keeping ideas and owning ideas. Remember, you want to be a publishing house. You're, you're starring as your own publishing house when you have a blog and you have content. So whatever it is that, you, that your content output is about, own the topic. Own the topic. That was one thing that we did talk about also, which I think is really a good idea if you think of it that way. And then if you own a topic, it makes it a lot easier to look at the, the ways that you can organize that topic on your blog for consumption. And you can organize it with a number of things that we talked about, like using content clusters, silo content structure, um, writing pillar content, writing evergreen content, using Mike Alton's pyramid content structure, all these kind of things, using content clusters which also can be a marketing strategy, working from clusters on topics. So if you think about those things, your content will kind of flower out from your topic in an easier way for you to envision a lot of things that you can write about, a lot of ideas. So you want to narrow in on your categories and your topics and work out from there.
Now, where to get some ideas? I've got a couple good things for That's you that are, oops, free tools. Oops, sorry guys. That was a recording of me in the background because I'm looking at, um, actually I'm looking at a post to tell you some of the ideas that I wanted to share. And there was a video that clicked on as I was scrolling to, to look at what I wanted to tell you next. But what I wanted to give you was some idea finding things. And one of the tools that we talked about is called Answer the Public, answerthepublic.com. It will help you with ideas to spring from any topic in a million different ways. So check out answerthepublic.com, put in a word or a phrase even a word, and then it will give you mind-mapped questions that go with that word in every aspect, who, what, why, when, how. And from there, you can dig down even deeper, and you can take those words and phrases and questions, and you can put them into Google. You can just use your Google search as a way to find ideas and topics. And so that was another thing that we talked about. And we talked about a little trick where instead of writing a whole question, you write the alphabet and it springs up those new search engine results from that one letter. So if you want to put blogging in there for a search, you write blogging and then you write blogging and the letter A, and everything will come out, blogging A, and questions, ideas, search search intent, because that's what you're looking for when you do these keyword analysis. You're looking for search intent, and when you're looking for topics, you want to work with topics that people are looking for, that people are searching for, that you can help people understand about what you're writing about, or what your blog is about, what your business is about. So that's why it's important to keep keep the ideas flowing. And those are a couple tools. Another tool that we mentioned was the Uber Suggest tool from Neil Patel, which was a free tool for finding keyword information, link information, and source information for the other top-ranking articles in an area. Um, reading those articles is a way to get ideas, and it's also a way to find areas about a topic that are missing. So you can write to the gap. You can write to the area that is not being covered in a topic. Um, again, I mentioned skyscraper or 10 times content. That is content that you do that's above and beyond anything else on that topic in the industry. So look at the top links through Google search and through, if you want, use your tools, SEMrush, um, Uber suggest HREFs or AREFs, however you want to say that. Um, and a SERP stat. Find out <clears throat> who the top articles are, read them, find out what they're missing, or take those articles and put them all together in a bigger, better article covering all that and more. Make it the best. Here's how I say it. <laughs> Here's how I really think you guys should think of it. Am I creating a world-class piece of content? Because as we talked about in the course, every time you create a piece of content, it's another opportunity for you to succeed. And when you think of it that way, doesn't it make it seem less work and more fun 
to be going after topics and ideas and creating stuff. And that might help pull you out of the muck a little too, if you think of it with that little bit more of a positive spin. But um, as I was talking about Uber Suggest, it is no longer a free tool. And Neil did write a huge article about why it's no longer free. But I have mixed feelings about about it because I think that his promise to keep it free and forever free and to help, you know, even the playing field and the premise of the whole thing was so based on that promise that having a change, I don't know, <laughs> might be bad business. I don't know. I mean, it, he's never going to have bad business. He's fine. You can see what he could spend on a free tool, but I think there's other benefits to Neil with the SERPstat tool besides a money situation. Um, as some of my friends who might be listening that talked about it on Facebook a little bit um, as well. So anyway, let's get back to it. So another thing, I just listened to a Marie Forleo. She's the um, everything is figure outable girl, which has been my kind of motto in life, I'd have to say. <laughs> I can remember when figuring it out meant, you know, I don't have any money for your service, but I'll do I'll make you a pie and you weld my pot. So um, everything is figure outable, but she, I went and watched something that she did to, about finding ideas and when you think you're out of ideas, because she's like me and we're never out of ideas. Um, but she says, uh, what does she say? Snatch and hatch. Well, what she's talking about, though, is that there, the thing that I talk about all the time, there's ideas everywhere. If you're alive, if you go out and about, if you take things in, you know, view things on TV, on your computer, out in the world. If you're alive, there's there's topics. <laughs> but she talks about a, a snatch and hatch technique where you grab something that's happening in the real, real world in front of you, and then you turn it into a blog post or a story. And our friend Ryan has done that many times where he's had something happen to him in his travels that, you know, really is congruent with some sort of blogging lesson that he could share, even though he's talking about wild dogs or some such thing. So think about what you see out in the world and how you can turn it into your own personal spin that's doing better than just reiterating what everybody else is saying and doing. It's giving your work some personality when you pull your ideas from outside of everything else that you just read. So sure, you're researching and you're reading the stuff. And sometimes I think we read it in and crank it back out. And I think that in since we're talking about being stuck in the muck and writing and the skill and the evolution of it. And since we're talking about finding ideas, this is a good place for me to mention that to you as well. So, you know, add personality. Add a little more than everybody else on a topic and write for people. Google will follow. And of course, I should clarify, guys, when I tell you to write for people and that I don't pay that much attention to SERPs, 
of course I SEO optimize everything I do. My clients would have it no other way for one thing. And for another thing, if you're a professional blogger, if you're a professional writer and you're doing it online, you need to optimize everything that you do to your best ability. Now, sure, some places I write, I optimize it to my best ability and turn it in and they optimize it further. But you should be able to do on-page SEO, off-page SEO, and technical SEO on your site property or where you're responsible for a blog um, or, you know, web property so that you are writing for people but following the rules because why wouldn't you take extra from the search engines if you could do so by just adding those SEO touches? It's part of the profession. But it's not something that is my main concentration because Google, as Ryan pointed out, I think, in our discussion in the course, Google doesn't buy anything from him. People do. And that's who we're working for. That's who we're working with. That's who we're trying to help. And I'm going to let you think about this, guys. And I have Lisa coming up real soon with our next Twitter episode for social media for you guys. And I have a few other surprises up our sleeve for upcoming podcasts. And I promise I won't take this long to get back to you again with the next episode of Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business. This is Sue Ann. Thanks for listening. And get on the list for the next blog hog course. The next how to bling your blog and feed that hog. Get on the list for the next go round because it's so much fun and it's so good for your blog and your business. It really is. Okay. So thanks guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking out this right mix for business presentation. Remember, if you need to bling your blog or you need help with any content assets for your business, write Mix for Business. Yep.